0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence,
1: would you like to take a survey?
0: Heading in or heading out, standing on the shore. Pause a moment to reflect.
2: That this book shouldn't exist.
0: Which trip cost you more? Between the ever restless crowd.
1: Silence of your uh, yeah fuck you Aaron. now i have to <laughs> spend an hour in no
0: man's land you soon
1: no, she's a spoiled little brat <laughs> we're about
2: to spend a lot more than an hour in no man's land i think <laughs> you probably right
0: <laughs> hello
2: welcome back to the brotherhood batman i am ben your sunshine into no
1: man's land and the baby brother I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week.
3: And I'm Aaron. I'm the old son of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back into the Brotherhood of Batman podcast. We are three brothers who read books in a continuity order, watch TV shows, play some fun games, and just have a general fun time talking about the Dark Knight and all the cheerful, sunny, happy things that happen to him and his friends.
0: Sunshine.
3: Sometimes we play games that Aaron
1: doesn't find fun.
3: <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. And so we all have a, a, a beverage that uh, Jake made us make in the last little mini episode with the game that he played. And... I'll go first since I'm talking. And my ingredients, we had to play Jake's game and choose these ingredients. And Scabbage I scavenged for them. Yes, yes, yes. We Scabbage, did. Because No bargain, Man's Land is trade up. so happy and cheerful that you know it's easy to find things there and get stuff done. But I have a raspberry bubbly club soda vermouth grenadine uh, that I'm going to call the uh, the bottom of the sewer um, from from No Man's <laughs> Land. So let me see what that tastes like here. That's not good, but it's <laughs> not as. <laughs> It's not as bad as I was expecting it to be. <laughs> you
1: were pretty grumps about the, <laughs> the drink.
2: <laughs> and we were even nice and let you make your drink, even though the rule Jake pulled out of his ass was yeah. that if you didn't equal exactly the right number, you'd have to do
1: some weird, gross combination of ours. Yeah, that didn't yeah. happen. Yours is probably better than that would have been. Oh. Uh,
3: probably. Yes.
1: Uh, so my drink ended up being spiced rum, blue curacao. Club soda, a lemon slice, and an orange peel. And I feel uh, like you're Gotham rich right now. Yeah, (laughs) I feel (laughs) pretty pretty good about that. Although it is not like a pretty drink, so I think it
2: is pretty. It's blue. Uh, but yeah, but
1: the shit floating in. Yeah, there's there's juice and yeah. So I'm gonna call it tainted water. (laughs) 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 Tainted
2: water. Oh yeah,
1: that's good yeah it's uh yeah it's just orange buttery and sweet and buttery Buttery. yeah i got a little buttery with the rum and the the rum and the blue curacao it's kind of got a buttery flavor like Hmm.
2: bitch are you having a stroke that shouldn't be buttery (laughs) taste it i don't want that (laughs) um so i did really well in the game and i had a (laughs) size four class and i got to (laughs) make multiple beverages because they both fit in my four so the first one i'm going to drink is a spiced rum, cherry limeade, sparkling water. I already took a sip and Jake saw my face, and it was an interesting face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just tastes like I'm at a college bar trying to add my life. <laughs> but um, it's fine. It's fine. It has flavors I like. They just probably shouldn't be together. And then in a little bit, when I make a second drink, I will be having a Paloma cocktail, which is tequila with sparkling water and control. So it'll just be a weak ass so. Uh,
3: Margarita's non-winey like a, a, margarita yeah. Yeah. yeah which probably getting a weak ass margarita might be your best thing that happens to you know, man guys I'd actually Why drink a this again this pretty good <laughs> No, at least <laughs> you
1: record what you wrote you, yeah. no I'll forget the moment we're done here that's fine
2: you can that's listen fine. to the episode
3: and then oh, you'll know there again. You. Oh, I could yeah. do that yeah. so uh, <laughs> what's been going on in your uh, geeky little lives
0: stop talking <laughs> about comic books or what do you oh, think you're doing you nerd stop spending get those words
1: I'm the Batman of Geeks bitch. Alright, well I'm going first. And I'll just kind of piggyback off of your yeah. show, So I have known about this app called WhatNot for a while now. Some of my customers use it. I've heard about it. What not? What is it called? It's called Whatnot. WhatNot.
2: It's what is it called?
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> it is you told us a what it's not called live stream <laughs> auction site. That has just really taken off in the, the last year and a half or so. Boon of uh, collectibles. So it does. People sell other things on there, but it is, I think, primarily used for trading cards, comics, sports cards, Funko, um, Funko Pops, action figures, and stuff like that. To do, uh, you just hop into a room and you can bid and win auctions uh, for whatever you're looking for there. Um, it's it differs from like eBay, where like you. Place a bid, and then you have to wait for somebody or for the bid to end. You know, and they run for seven days or two weeks or whatever they run for. And um, how
2: much money have you spent on it, Jake?
1: None. Uh, (laughs) I've just I've just been going around looking at stuff lately. Uh, But dirty liar! (laughs) After becoming ridiculously addicted to it, uh, I told uh, my brothers here about it. I told my DM and the guys we played Dungeons and Dragons with. About it, and it, it is a um, a virus that is spreading rapidly.
3: <laughs> I, I shared it with uh, Jesse, who was on our podcast a few weeks ago, and he's like, "Uh, this could be very bad." <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it, it's a fun site. Like, it's fun to like. It's like I, I mentioned it as like your comic book shop hop, or comic book shop hopping from the comfort of your couch and looking for just random things. It saves you the time from digging through long boxes. Mm. Although digging through long boxes is a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Found a few cool things here and there. Yeah, you've gotten some Scotty Young and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. a few different cool books.
1: I have luckily limited myself to only hunting for Spawn. Like, I know myself, ah. I've got to set a limit, and so, like, I'm only buying Spawn. Um,
2: well, that makes sense, because you're trying to fill in from the tragedy. Yes. Yeah. There,
1: <laughs> there was a room I, I found, like, on my lunch break a few days ago that was doing trade paperbacks and graphic novels. And, like, I found that, like, I was like, oh, they're not going to do only. And then I I pop into the room, and whatever he was talking about that moment, he's like, hey, guys, welcome to the room. Just want you to know we're running all trade paperbacks and graphic novels at a $3 start today. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) This is bad. Did you leave the room? (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> luckily luckily for my pocketbook uh i had 99 percent of everything he put up already so that's good. Um, that's good there was not much there to purchase but
2: well i did download it i did go look and luckily for me i meant stupid <laughs> i don't know how to use it so i will not be spending any money which is very that's
1: nice good. i'll show you after the show
2: i don't need to be <laughs> like for me i don't know I, I, if I see some random shit in a store, I'll be like, Ooh, but I, to think of where to go and what to even start looking for.
1: Yeah.
0: I
2: like guess. it wouldn't, I don't want to just like look in random rooms. I would want to be like, Oh, I want this one thing I've never been able to find. And then if I search for it, and it's not available, then I'm going to lose interest and close it up.
1: True. That, that makes sense. Do and I that- have more control than you? uh then Jake. i think if you yeah. figured out how to <laughs> work it that you would have a problem because a lot of like modern comics and stuff they do the lowest they can start a, an auction off is a dollar mm. so there's a lot of dollar books mm. and most uh, so the app runs the shipping for the people so like most of the time it's a four or five dollar shipping start so your first book is going to cost you six bucks But then it drops down to each additional book is only a $0.50 or whatever they decide additional shipping. So once you build up enough, then you average your shipping down to like $0.60 a book. And uh, yeah.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Um, I did go on there and I was like, what is the randomest thing that I would want to see if it was even on here? So I typed in <laughs> Superman blue <laughs> <laughs> and I learned that they made a pop figure for Superman blue. So app or no app, I will be owning that. Nice. nice.
0: Yeah.
3: So if you can find a uh, Superman blue. That'd be great. Well, well yeah. he's
2: just like, I looked it up just, t- uh, before we started recording here, just on the internet and not this app and I can get him for cheaper than I saw him on the app. So I'll probably just buy him yeah but
1: yeah it definitely um there are definitely better deals and there's some stuff that sells for way or at or above market value so you're not really getting a a deal on it but if you're in the room in like the middle of the afternoon you know like two o'clock like there's nobody else on your
2: late lunch break working from home obviously you would never do this during work hours yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Quite yeah, like just, Saturday or Sunday. I too. very rarely ever get sure. break lunch breaks anyway. So when I take them, they're never at like lunch time. So All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can take my lunch whenever I feel like it. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you uh, you can get some pretty pretty fantastic deals. Or like in the middle of the night. Like uh, a couple nights ago, I got a pretty good one. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was like one o'clock in the morning and laying in bed, like <laughs> trying to not to let the light shine on Sarah. And I'm like, bid, bid. <laughs> 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 nice but yeah i uh i got like an 80 dollar book for like six books like Uh, yeah pretty sweet that's pretty awesome (laughs) because nobody else in that room wanted spawn he's like i got this one random issue and he puts it up i'm like (laughs) and that was one of the ones you needed uh so it wasn't one to fill in a hole it was one to that would have been an an additional part of the collection that i would have desired so
3: no nice nice Hmm yeah and if you have a list of what you want it makes like you can just room hop which i kind of said was cool is that, like i can just visit different things real quick and sometimes you just go back to the other one check in what they're doing and yeah you know some of them are run really efficiently like book after book after book and not a lot of pause and then some are like just the people wanting to social mediaize themselves and talk mm. and all that stuff so yeah but it's it's fun ben, it is how fun. about you
2: I mean that's fine I found Superman blue <laughs> he exists
0: Um
2: I've been cleaning out my office um so I I used to be a drag performer and I haven't really done that since the pandemic so, my husband's like, hey, your dead drag performer persona has taken up more closet space than I have as your husband. And I said, oh, okay. So, <laughs> I finally decided to start downgrading. And honestly, not to be morbid, but the the flood that happened to Jake and Sarah sort of told me, like, I don't really need all this shit. So, I'm going through Maybe. and, like, finding things that I want to keep and then just, like, organizing and making the office very usable and livable. Nice. Nice. Um, so it's, I'm about half done, maybe a little more. So it's exciting.
3: Nice. It was always good to get rid of stuff and put things together. And, mm-hmm.
2: all that. Yeah. and you know, the stuff that I want to keep like putting it in a nice little Rubbermaid, putting it in a basement that won't flood and, uh, you know, just doing that and then really like donating and throwing away all the other shit.
1: Yeah. So good. Awesome. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta, whether it's collecting clothes or comics or whatever, sometimes you gotta take a step and like kind of, Refresh and clean up what you're doing, and and refocus your efforts. I mean, I think once you're a collector, you're always going to be a collector in some aspect. But Probably. I th- I think that we sometimes let our collections um, spiderweb out, and to the point where you're if you're not if you don't have good self control, you're you're buying too many things and and not ever finishing any of your collections, not ever really. Um, getting it down to something that you can be proud of or that you feel accomplished with um, and and everybody I think it's it's fun to watch on the whatnot app or to go into comic book stores or do whatever uh, and watch how different people um, collect I think it's it's very interesting you know when, when Jesse was on he was talking about oh well these aren't books that he would ever read but mm-hmm um his significant other does and so when he goes and picks up the poll that they share right he's like oh well that book's interesting and then he finds himself somewhat collecting and reading into another series that he wasn't initially intending to be in and i I think that's fun i think you know but i think you got to refocus every now and then so whatever it ends up being the catalyst for that refocus just
3: getting rid of crap just yeah. getting rid of crap. Basically. Yeah. Nice. Speaking of getting rid of things and people trying to find things and trying to <laughs> build up their own collections of stuff, do we want to start uh, No Man's Land here?
2: It is time. All
3: right. Well, Ben and I thought that there is an intro in the uh, Volume 1 trade paperback that is kind of an intro to No Man's Land. So instead of, like, rehashing this giant book, uh, we thought we would just read this as kind of like our... our Segway into what's going on in Gotham. Ben, you want to start?
0: No one ever said
2: life in Gotham City was idyllic. Of course, no one thought it could get any
0: worse. Not even its Dark Knight defender. First there was the contagion, the Ebola gulf, a filovirus morbidly dubbed the Clench, which killed hundreds of thousands of Gothamites before a cure was found by the Batman and his allies.
2: Scores more died as the plague's legacy... An even deadlier and more virulent, I don't know how to say that (laughs) word, strain of the filovirus threatened to swallow Gotham in its ghastly death. Throws. Hi, husband. (laughs) My husband just walked in. Again, Batman brought the city back from the brink of extinction.
0: Then came the cataclysm, measuring 7.6 on the Richter scale.
2: (laughs) 7.6. Six
0: on the Richter scale and lasting an... Interminable 20 seconds, a catastrophic earthquake decimated Gotham's infrastructure. Thousands died. Tens of thousands were left homeless. The city's most dangerous felons escaped incarceration in the confusion. And this time, the Dark Knight was helpless.
2: (coughs) The harshest aftershock came from the United States government as the city waited for federal funds and disaster relief to begin rebuilding. Congress ruled that Gotham was a disaster area beyond help. Not even mm. the Batman appealing to the power brokers of Washington in his guise as industrialist Bruce Wayne could convince them otherwise.
0: So the city was abandoned, sealed off from the outside world, a wasteland left for those who either chose to stay behind or who had no choice but to remain. Welcome to Gotham City, No Man's Land.
1: Ba, ba, ba! Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weeping. Did you get emotional? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, not not because of your reading. That was that was great. Um, <laughs> uh, I own No Man's Land Omnibus Volume One here. Sitting next to me, this effing thing gave me tendonitis trying to hold a read. <laughs> Did you drop it on your face at all? <laughs> <Boom>. No. <laughs> You'd but, be dead. <laughs> horribly heavy. And the fucking omnibus doesn't have that intro in it. I'm so disappointed that you're shitty little trade paperbacks do well i'm sorry jake no, that was awesome Thank <laughs> i think you guys. what
2: we've learned is that you no know, matter how you slice it there's no way to get a perfect collected edition of comic books god yeah. damn it i'm gonna
1: do it <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right so we read uh that oh i'm not doing the recap what the fuck is going on this was we just the did recap. the recap oh that was recap okay
2: we're no man's land what do you want to talk about so, this first volume, um, it's eight issues, and it's broken into two little stories. So, we've got the first story, which really is like, this is No Man's Land. These are people fighting for their territory, and the second story is a cute little scarecrow bit. Um, I, going into No Man's Land, what I knew, there are details I know, which I'm not going to spoil for a But the bulk of what I knew was that the city is divided into these sanctions. Mm -hmm. And we get pretty early into this oracle explaining to us through journaling um, the different sanctions. Jake, you have a giant poster of Gotham. Is it broken into these groups? Because I want this poster.
3: (laughs) I've searched after I started reading this and we got to that part. I was like, I want this giant poster of gotham broken and all these factions
1: so you know the one in my office it's hanging yeah. in my office next to my desk. but is it
2: broken into these sanctions no
1: but it's the same map ah. but without all the coloring and everything in it so we uh. should get some crayons and drawn just poster <laughs> <No>! <laughs> <laughs> i found that at a con or something i don't know where it came from but it's printed on it's not like heavy duty map material but it's kind of like a recycled paper it's got a weird it's not just a. Uh, Laser jet printing thing. It's it's pretty nice. No, it's nice. I too. love that thing. Uh, the map in these books is one of my favorite things because it traces who owns what territory. Mm-hmm. And there are so many factions of people left in Gotham, and they've they've chopped it up. They divided it. Um, you have the police have a section, and they are trying to take back more and more of Gotham. The the remaining cops that stay there. You've got Black Mass. You've got Scarface. You have a, a hint at Poison Ivy hiding in the gardens. And...
2: Yeah, which is if you compare Gotham City to New York, which, hello, that's the point. Right, it's right. Central Park. Yeah. So Poison Ivy's taken
3: over the park, and I'm so I excited. Love yeah. <laughs> I love that they say, like, nobody has even attempted to go in, and anybody that has has not come back out. Yeah, yep, like they be don't crazy. know. If... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, they haven't even, she, she hasn't even appeared in here, and I loved what they're doing with her in mm-hmm. that aspect. So, one thing, you gave the
1: issues. Uh, you guys read um, the night or late 90s, early 2000s print uh, trade paperback. I read it in the omnibus. Um, in the omnibus, it has everything that was coming out during that time. So I wasn't going to make you guys read all that, um, and we were going to stick mostly to the trades for our read-through of No Man's Land. But I'm making us read some Robin. But I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it all, and so I was going to fill you in on the things that weren't included. Uh, okay. In this first volume, it's two issues of Azrael, and you guys are welcome, because they're fucking horrible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, does uh... Does
2: Scratch get dealt with, or are we going to get to that later?
1: I, yeah, so uh, uh, right now, I'll just recap it, because they don't actually interject into any of the events here, and that's why they are removed okay. from these collections. So Azrael, <clears throat> who was disbanded from Batman, told to not be Asriel anymore, and then said, okay, well, I think I trust you. You can be Asriel for a while. You have one mission. Find Scratch and stop him.
3: He did really great in that mission.
1: Uh, No, he still is chasing Scratch in these issues. Scratch has come back to Gotham. Scratch is trying to get into Gotham, and Asriel's hot on his tail, uh, he has a new costume, and his new costume is stupid as hell. Aaron uh, yeah. liked it. No, it's stupid as hell. <laughs> it's really stupid. Um, and he, uh, so he dons the new costume, and he's like, well, I'm just JPV dressed up as somebody. I don't have the Azrael suit. I'm not Azrael anymore. And then he gets struck by lightning. and his powers or something? And then he's like, oh, I'm Azrael and JPV now. So Azrael 51 and 52 are collected uh, interjectedly in the issues that you guys read. And it's, he's just trying to find Scratch. And Scratch is still dicking around. Um, you find out that Scratch wanted Gotham abandoned so that he could get back in and take some parts of it over for himself. And his um, his charisma, mm-hmm. the, his ability to make the populace love him and follow him is actually almost a like minor superpower. Like... He is so charismatic and influential mm-hmm. that, like, just talking to him, he can convince you to do what he wants. And they they kind of up that superpower to the point that, like, if he can make eye contact and have a conversation with you, he can kind of take you over. Right, exactly. Um,
2: I'm excited for the end of that. Like, I need to watch Scratch get taken yeah, down. Yeah, I need to get. But well, this is this fun. So is when how it gets to that, we'll include yeah, it. This Come is down.
3: how I feel Asriel is chasing Scratch. <laughs> this is the two issues. <laughs> well,
2: I'm deaf, but sorry that was fun.
3: That. <laughs> anyway. Sorry.
1: It is. It's like that. Like, they get caught up together, and then something happens, and he's like, I had to let Scratch escape again so I could stop these guys. And
2: I just... Uh, with all the things in the world that have been canceled, the fact that Asriel made it as long as it did... <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> going back to the map for a second. The map got me Jason, <laughs> Jake, I'm fucked up. The map got me so excited because it really like we mentioned how it it breaks it down by all the different characters. Looking at that character list, it gives you an idea uh, over these next like 2 years of No Man's Land that you're going or 1 year of publication. Yeah. Okay, I believe you, but I think it's longer because there's like at least 12 issues of Robin with the banner and oh, Robin is isn't even here yet in these first big chunks. Yeah. I don't know. It's at least a year long um, and it just kind of is like, okay, so at some point oh, we're going to no. get, <laughs> at some point we're going to get Killer Croc. At some point we're going to get Mr. Freeze. We're going to get all these people and so this these minor stories we're reading, these like couple, four or however many issues at a time is dealing with each character of like, the police and or Batman trying to take over and take back these sections. So it's kind of like an outline. And of course it, um, yeah. And then we also, in Oracle's little recap, she's like, no one knows where the Joker is. So that got me excited. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I think one of the big things to, to where no man. So, uh, it starts with no man's land. Number one, it was like a one shot to get you into the story. It was
2: long. It was like 50 pages. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big issue,
1: but it's also, it's three months. What, right? 90 days. Yeah. Day 93. Three months after the U.S. has cut off Gotham, and so like everything's kind of settled into this routine of No Man's Land. How it's- does that
2: work, though? Yes, you're right. So it is- No Man's Land is established. These these sanctions, these areas are already established at this point.
1: Yeah, we don't have to get through the. I- I'm glad that it jumped ahead from the end of no- Road mm-hmm. where they where they chop it off to the established wasteland. Well, otherwise you'd be
3: looking at, if you're trying to do like real time on it, you'd be looking at like years trying to get
1: there and stuff. Yeah, I agree. And you don't have all the the weeping and the sob stories of like the loss. I'm glad that we got right to the the sections. The way it works. Yeah.
2: What? Did the rest of DC do in that time, though? Did all of DC jump three months, or do they just kind of glaze nah, over? They just
1: kinda, I mean, three-month time doesn't really matter. So. It matters on Robin, which we'll get to later. But- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
3: so one of the early things in here is, like, people... I, I like the beginning where you've got people scavenging, trying to make barters, trying to find food, trying to get... And there's, like, guys, like, airdropping stuff just so they could see the fights and the carnage happen. And you get Scarface and the ventriloquist kill a guy over a cookie. Like hmm. right away, like yeah. you see, like this is uh, this is pretty pretty dark and pretty pretty just messed up and how like the government's just kind of like it's not it's got signs that say you're leaving the United States, no crossing. It's it's interesting how they set that up. And I did like the the Scarface parts in here, but
2: and there's tagging. We get uh-huh. all the different sections are defined by um, spray paint on the walls. Yeah, and they all have their little symbols.
3: Yeah, there's, there there's must be a. An immense amount of spray paint <laughs> factories and companies in Gotham for there to be that, that much that, survived. that much survived as opposed to everything else that's around. That's funny. I well, I guess think if you that. like,
1: if you went to like Walmart or you know you're clearing out the grocery stores and stuff, like nobody's grabbing spray paint uh, to get the clearly hell out they're of the are all grabbing that, spray well, they are paint now. But like <laughs> yeah, what during if they... the exodus, oh, okay. nobody's yeah. grabbing that, stuff. and they're all different
3: colors. So it's like, what if you you're you're I vent- need more blue. <laughs> I would Damn have, it, Jim. I can't tag
2: it. <laughs> I would have loved it if the bat signal one. It's yellow appropriately, but that's like hot pink. Like it's <laughs> that's fuchsia and then like the penguins is red and none of them make any sense. Like right, yes. that would have been really funny, but
1: I really like when they're dividing it, it up and doing the sections and, and everybody's got their tags and, and you have some street gangs that we haven't heard about. That was fun. The low boys. And the demons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where are the dragons? That's the real question. I know. <laughs> missed opportunity. Here. Yeah, totally, totally missed opportunity. Um, but I liked how you found out why mm. some were able to gain the control that they have. Mm. So Scarface, uh, com- I mean, he's... He's a goofball, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he tried to be the Quake Master. He tried to... He, he's always trying. He's missing part of his face, in this.
3: Yeah, <laughs> he still is. I thought it was repaired last time. It wasn't. Yeah, that's
1: pretty great. <laughs> it's all right. I'm fine. Uh, but he, um, he has the control that he has because he was somehow able to obtain the ammunition that was left in Gotham. Yeah. And so... People have the, like, Poison Ivy has Central Park because you're not going to fuck with her and plants, right? Like, you're sectioned off by what you were able to get a hold of quickly and how mm-hmm. you were able to keep that control. And then the big one, which is going to run through this whole saga, is Oswald. Mm-hmm. <whistles> Who's
3: thriving. He's thriving. thriving. He's the got The
1: king of no man's land. Yeah,
3: he's got some kind of network to the outside world to get things brought in which he's using to his benefit in this and in the you know later volumes I'm sure. Man, we talked about how like
1: when they kind of switched him from the umbrella gimmicky bird guy to the gangster and they introduced Iceberg Lounge and everything. This story, I This is the payoff. This is the payoff for Penguin. This is the best of Penguin in my obi- my opinion and I I love every moment that he's in it because he's just he's just manipulating everybody and
2: but he has the means too and he he's not wrong in the sense that people need this shit like, i feel
3: like i feel like um, we had that issue a while ago where he's walking the streets after the earthquake uh-huh. and stuff yeah. finding people and i think these are the people that are working for him how can i use you for my network how can i use you to my advantage
1: mm-hmm. and we, we were introduced to him here when they dropped the um, when they dropped the supplies this apple this fresh fruit gets oh, yeah. traded up through several people for lighters and flashlights and other things. It's that so they much need. more
2: valuable. And the things that are valuable now are different than the things that were valuable before the yeah. economy mm-hmm. crash. Like you don't need like money and stuff isn't useful here. Like you need the batteries and you need the flashlights mm-hmm. and the apples. And yep. I thought it was really, really interesting and well done. And I'm excited to see how it all goes.
1: Yeah. I just when you build up to him auctioning off the apple, right? And they're like, "I'll give you everything, this and this and this," and he takes the money, which doesn't have any value here in no man's land. But he he chomps into it at the end of it. He's like, "Penguin always gets his bite." And I'm like, "Oh, you are such a bastard." (laughs) (laughs) He's seen
3: him chomp into the guy's face. So mean. We we do have to mention that during these 93 days, someone has not been around.
1: Nah, 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 Probably nah, nah, nobody nah, that we really
0: need, absent, absent.
3: Yeah, yeah. So Batman and Bruce have are nowhere to be found, and they show up later on in this book.
1: Well, yeah, and everybody thinks he, uh, you know, abandoned he, him. abandoned him. They're like he gave up. He he left. Oracle is like he couldn't have, but he should be here by now. Do
2: we find out where he was?
1: Uh I think we do a little bit in this. Like you find out like him he and Alfred are reconning. Okay. They're establishing new headquarters throughout the city. Right. We've seen we've seen mm-hmm. one of them. It's like in a sewer yeah. basically. So he's getting info and he's building up his resources. He felt he took a huge hit when he couldn't save Gotham in either guys, right? Yeah.
3: Like, he he took a huge hit and his and Wayne Manor collapsed and the Batcave was like I think intentionally bulldozed over mm-hmm. with a manner to cover up. And so he's trying to do things. I didn't think they handled it very well or explained it well enough on his absence at least in this one. Maybe they'll explain it better as we go on, but I thought I thought everybody ha- I thought everybody had a legitimate right to be pissed at him that he's not there, especially Gordon who is done with Batman and if he sees him we will take a boomerang and throw it at his ass um because it, like he's done with him. G- Gordon doesn't one Batman he's mm-hmm. like you're, you're you left us, you're abandoned and that plays I think a part later with Gordon trying to trying to come to terms and take territory and lead the police that's left and and deal with the vigilantes that maybe show up um and yeah he's he's very bitter in here Gordon
2: I enjoyed the Gordon we got here that we haven't had strong, Gordon's storylines much lately. He's been like, either, well, why isn't he actually doing anything? Or he's just kind of there to have a moment with Sarah, or just kind of there mm-hmm. to. I don't know. This was the first time where I'm like, okay, this is, even though it's not the kind of story I like reading, this is strong Gordon's story. Um, So I'm glad we got that. And yeah, I'd be bitter too. It's very much like, oh, well, my friend abandoned me, so fuck him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, Do you <laughs> three crazy. months is a long time. It I would be mad time. too.
1: Yeah, 90 days. That is a long time. Do you guys think that maybe, maybe in the in the perfect world that they that they were kind of sandbagging Gordon for a while to let him rise up and be a shining star of these stories? Because Possibly. at least in this first art or this first volume that we read, he this is a powerful. He's one of the main leading, characters. Oh yeah, yeah. He's... Demanding, well written character, mm-hmm. and it definitely is not the same kind of Gordon we've had lately. So.
2: I think it's really important to note here as well that Batman has kicked out his sons and little brothers. Um, yes. Dick and Tim are not in Gotham They're City. not allowed. Oh, he told yeah. them to go
3: away. Yeah, no, no. It, obviously during those 93 days, Bruce and Batman have had time to reflect on all his past <laughs> stupidity yeah. and realize he needs people and he needs uh-huh. to rely on his friends and family. Yeah, of course. And he's a giant cunt because he does none of that. No. We've done
2: that multiple times. Like, did Nightfall
3: We are teach back him? To, we're back to Batman being like, yeah. it's just me. I'm the only one. Just me, Alfred. Just me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And Alfred even calls him out on that at one point, I think. Um, but it's interesting to note. So, at the end of that first, that number one first long issue, we get the, the tagging of the bat signal. But we learn that that's not Batman. And I'm really excited because this is the introduction to the first bat girl woman bat character that is not barbara gordon in continuity yeah, yeah aaron who do you think it is
3: who do i think it is yeah uh or do you think it's anybody that we know it's i have a guess do you want to guess
2: i i know and i would love to hear your thoughts. i think it's buttress L- okay okay yeah cool. i don't
3: know. i think that's
2: well, the, yeah, Huntress is in this, and there's then they have not been in it together. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. I was really excited because I know this character, and when we got to it here, I'm, like, trying really hard to remember 12-year-old Ben. <laughs> I'm like... Who is it? What is it? What is it? I was like something isn't quite right here. And I eventually think I remember correctly. And I don't know, and I haven't looked it up because I'm going to let myself. So Aaron, I'm like 99% sure I know,
1: but I do not I'm well, not Well you even positive. texted me and I like, did.
2: Tell me and they're like, wait, no, don't tell me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm typing up the response. I'm like, no, dumbass. It's
2: So it was exciting um because I haven't read it, but I know that this th- person shows yeah.
3: up. No, I think that because they haven't appeared together in here. She's doing her own thing later on. Um, but I'm wondering if it's like her and the connection to, to Batman. Cause there was like a sort of a repair in the relationship prior to no man's land. So if everybody else is gone, she's the only one there. Babs did not grow legs and start walking again. So it's definitely she not still Barbara. Has legs. Well, okay. So they did not <laughs> repair themselves. And so it you know who else could in, who else could it be? So there we No, are. that's yeah. I I I like well, that. I, mean, I like that prediction.
1: I'd love to throw out some ideas, but I I worry that I would give things away. So. Right. Fair.
2: Um we get a cute little interlude with the Joker. We get this little um this it's called the Punk and Interludes where we get this little punk guy trying to trade somebody for something. He's threatening them with a gun or whatever. Yeah. But he doesn't actually have the bullet. And then he comes across the Joker. And this is the only time we actually see the Joker in this.
3: Yeah. I kind of was disappointed with the Joker in here. Like, I I was hoping, like, he was still, I was kind of secretly hoping he was still at Arkham doing stuff over there (laughs) and kind of just claimed Arkham for his own. That's kind of what I wanted. Joker just to, like,. His domain is Arkham, and he's so nuts that he's just going to be the ruling power of one over Arkham. But That would be pretty cool. That would
1: be a fun story, I think, yeah. But it's
3: fine. He's out claiming his little Jokerville or whatever he's doing.
1: No, I I love that he's just this little fucking gnat flying around that you don't see until he's right in your face. And then he disappears again. And yeah. No, I like, do like that. I love though. that he's just kind of snaking around and...
2: I'm really excited because so we've already said that obviously some Poison Ivy stuff is coming down the line. And we know, one, because we've read a lot of it. But two, Aaron, we keep hinting that Harley Quinn is showing up. So I'm so excited to see how he yeah. plays a part into her
3: introduction. Well, and that's why I was thinking that he's still hanging at Arkham. Um, and that maybe, because oh. I don't know how they, that's where I was like, oh, maybe he's still there. And that's where the Harley
2: you guys, out. we're gonna get Harley in continuity so soon.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, if you quit <laughs> quit adding things to my list, Ben, we'll get her sooner. <laughs> I know,
2: but I need I need Tim. I need so, sunshine. <laughs> I,
1: I I listened to some of our early episodes recently, and I I, I remember talking about how I was gonna talk about the artist, and I don't feel like I do that enough. The guy who drew the first arc, uh, I'm gonna mess up his name, and I apologize, Alex. Malayev, M A L E E V, -V. Malayev. Sure. So he is uh, the lead artist. He's when you look him up, he's most well known for his run on Daredevil. Yeah. He was the artist on the best run of Daredevil outside of Frank Miller, in my opinion. I love his art, but I didn't realize when I fell in love with him. It was when I was reading those Daredevil stories. I didn't realize that he was the artist of the introduction of my what got me into collecting Batman religiously, right? Like, what made me such a huge fan of this story was the the realistic yet, I hate to use the dark and gritty term, but mm-hmm. dark and gritty vision of No Man's Land that he gives us here. It's, it's very a solid. Vision
2: is a Marvel character, Jake.
1: Very solid blacks, very realistic looking people to the point that like you don't have people that look like comic book characters. You just have people that look like people and they're trying to get by in this world. And I think that adds this the sense of of connection that we would be missing if Mm -hmm. if it was drawn by some of the other late nineties artists who are working on books at the more point. stylized.
3: Yes. I, I, I agree hundred percent. The art in here in this first issue was really, really well done. It's muted. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it fit the dark theme. Everybody is more realistic. It's very, um, it's, it flows better. There's a continuity to all the art in this one. Um, not so much next week. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
2: as the sunshine, as the person that likes bright colors and happy things, I completely agree um, is this the kind of art I like reading? No, but it fits a hundred percent with what we're right. getting into.
1: And it was, it was kind of shocking at that point because this is one of his first big works mm. and it's, de- I, I don't want to say cause I didn't look it up, but it may be his first like big of the big two titles. Or maybe he did something smaller, but like he's given the art for four issues here and knocks it out of the park, mm-hmm. and I think it sets the tone for the story, and it's what set me on the path of needing to follow what was happening in No Man's Land when I was reading. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, he's up there very high in my um, favorite artist because of this book and nice. the Daredevil stuff. Um, and I was it was it was an exciting thing to be like, wow, I remember how this book looked. And then be like, this looks familiar, and look up the artist and be like, Wow, it, it connected to Daredevil. Like I didn't even think about that connection when I was reading either of those stories. So
2: That's neat. Yeah. That it ties up. All right. So Scarface gets <laughs> taken down by a kind of unhinged Batman here. Yeah, just a
3: little unhinged.
2: He's threatening the goons that he's gonna kill Arnold, which right. we know isn't gonna happen. No. But um, Gordon be killing people a little bit. Um,
3: Yeah, Gordon's starting turf wars between two people so that he can take their territory once they like knock out each other enough that he can take over. Yeah, what did you
2: think about that,
3: Aaron? Well, it's no long... I mean, they mention it a bunch of different times with how this isn't the U.S., laws don't matter, or laws are not in effect anymore, so everything that was established in order for the police to... Take over and bring back some of their control, or expand their territory to provide a safe haven. They have to either eliminate people themselves. There is no prison, mm-hmm. which we find out because Batman lets people go. Yeah, what are you gonna do with them? You don't have anywhere to take them. So either you have to—they're already
1: in prison. It's right. right. <laughs> it's
3: it, the whole thing is a prison. So it's either you know, Gordon either has to start something, and people like fight it among themselves and get rid of the dregs. And then he can kind of, kind of convince people to either, Hey, join us and be, have some protection or you're out of here kind of thing. So,
2: yeah, he's really adapting to the new world order. It's like, okay, well, because at one point he tries to free people and then they're like, well, we don't know what to do now without these, without Scarface. And he's like, okay, well then I'll be your boss. And this is what we're going to do. And this situation is better than when it was Scarface. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked that Rhino was kind of like a good bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, Rhino is fair. And in this world, that's the best we can ask for.
3: Right. Yeah, the people are, are like, uh, what do we do? Scarface was giving us what we needed. Mm-hmm. Like They were being taken care and of. And you took
1: him away, and Batman's like, oh, well, I was just trying to stop the bad guy. And, and he's like, lost. He doesn't know the mm-hmm. world that he's residing in. And, and I love how so much of this was about him having to figure that out. Like, Scarface thrived because he had the bullets, but also because the people that he was residing over... He set up a, a system. A system that they depended on. And when when he was removed from the equation, they looked to Batman to be their king and their their lord Batman or whatever they were calling him. And he's like, Oh shit, like I didn't think that far ahead. And he's like, Yeah, Bruce, like you're in a situation where you just don't need to stop the kooks anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to take care and protect people because without some form of leadership those left in Gotham, uh, they at least the way that they're telling the story, aren't able to take care of themselves.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so while he's trying to take down Scarface, he like sets up like a plan. Scarface' arm gets shot off, and then <laughs> Batman just nonchalantly tosses Scarface over his shoulder. That panel, <laughs> I love that panel because it's like, oh. I'm just going to toss it over, and then somebody, obviously, will get it back to Arnold at some point, I'm assuming. But
1: I love the scene that you're describing because uh, he has realized that like people aren't as afraid of him here. Like He doesn't demand the, the – he's been gone An- yeah. 90 days without Batman and Gotham, and they forget about him, and they stop caring about him. But he's like, I need to recreate my mythos. I need to mm-hmm. make people afraid of me again. And so what he does is stroll out in the middle of the street in broad daylight and let all of Scarface's remaining goons shoot him. Yeah. yeah. And he just keeps getting up and walking. So
2: and they're glad like, you they right can <laughs> Glad I was right. They didn't have a piercing, a bo- like a yeah, special it, Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, he takes a chance on that one.
1: It, it is a chance. and but Take a chance on me. I love that he has to recreate himself. I, I hate that he is an idiot and sent his friends away. And I hope, I hope that that gets fixed later. But it, th- you know, this is a this is nothing new for Batman. He's
2: working with this new Batwoman person,
1: a little yeah, bit. A little bit. He
3: he doesn't approve of her, but he doesn't disapprove. Well,
2: of she's her a yet. female, so of course he doesn't approve well, because it, that's his. Well, she obviously MO. has
3: parameters and things that she's allowed to right. do and not do because it's Batman and he's not going right. to give autonomy. But also, right. he
2: doesn't yeah. have a lot of
1: control at this point. So
0: he's no, like, he really well,
2: doesn't.
1: Some help is better than no help, I guess.
3: Yeah so the
1: second story the Ugh. second arc Ugh.
2: It, 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 i really wanted to like it i went in really excited because it's a huntress storyline and scarecrow but it's scarecrow without fear gas and it's scarecrow at this like church with all these people and they're like oh yeah this villain can hang out with us oh he's using his words to try to motivate and scare us but it's okay he doesn't have fear gas I'm like, you fucking idiots. Kick him out. Kick him out. And Huntress is like, kick him out. And Crane
3: dances ass to the street.
2: (laughs) She's like, get rid of him. And they're like, we can't do that. I'm like, okay, well, y'all get what you deserve because Uh, you're just letting him live there.
3: 100%. You let him thrive there. He's manipulating people. He's like poisoning the food with rats. And he's just trying to get weapons brought in. And just uh, we had more of Penguin in here too. But I kind of liked the scarecrow part where he's yes. being mentally, mentally signifying fear. Um, but he shouldn't have been allowed to. No, he shouldn't have been. You're right. They should have been like, uh, no, dude, you're still in your get up. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you smell like wa- <laughs> soggy straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can smell that. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I, I actually agree with both of you. I think it was not ridiculous but it was borderline like come on fucking people like really like all that you've gone through and you're gonna let this guy manipulate you i this may be slightly controversial so i apologize i love that it takes place in a church sure i love that he uses people's faith uh-huh. and hope and it's not just christianity we see a, a spectrum Jewish of religions people showing up and other yeah people, yeah but it's everybody's faith and their belief. And he turns that into the, the catalyst for their fears.
2: The story is called fear of faith.
1: Yeah. And I, I love that part of it. I, I have talked so much. And she
2: also sh- got some little hunters, got some little crosses, like cross earrings and shit. Yes. So like it, it ties in, in theory, I'm really excited about the story. I think if it were two issues tighter, mm-hmm. opposed to four, yeah, it tied up. I yeah. would have liked it more.
1: Yeah. I, I, I like everything that they did here with uh so the the priest who's trying to take care of everybody doesn't want to be uh he doesn't want to be under any of the gang sections, he doesn't want to be ruled by anybody, but he needs to take care of his parishioners and so he makes a deal with the penguin. Yeah,
2: that's smart.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scarecrow's already living there, so he's like, Well, you know, what's another one, really? I mean, come
0: on.
3: <laughs> it's a great, great plan. Always always bring more villains into your into your welcome to areas where you have food and other things that they don't really need. Right. They're, they're all thriving. Yeah.
2: Now I do have a question and maybe I missed it, but at the end, who knows how specific this map is, but at the beginning, the huntress has a section and scarecrow has a section. So is Scarecrow's section where the church is at, or is this map not really accurate?
3: Well, Oracle said she was updating it as she was as figuring it out. was figured out with her like network that she had. So, I'm sure that it was constantly fluctuating with gang wars and turf. Okay. Are they, are they
1: nef- over, so. next to each other? I'm
2: trying to figure that out. I'm a little colorblind. <laughs> I don't know where Huntress' this section is. So uh,
1: I was reading it as the church was in kind of Huntress' protective zone because she just kind of like strolls in. Nobody's really surprised by her being there. So I, I thought that was somewhere that she was already kind of yeah, it's hard of. to
2: tell if the colors, but I'll pur- I'll give it benefit of the doubt. And then
1: I thought it was kind of scarecrow leaking into her area, as this is somewhere it's kind I'm of trying a leech. to. He's to yeah, go. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to leech into. Yeah, good description of him. I, I, I agree. I think two issues would have been a little bit cleaner, but I like everything that was in the story. I like his manipulating people's faith. I love the having the, to make a deal with the devil. Uh, as the penguin and you know what that ends up bringing to uh, to conflict mm-hmm. in front of the church you know penguin comes co- to, to collect and other people find out that this guy's been storing guns for the penguin and so they come yeah. for the guns and you kind of have this uh, Mexican standoff out front of the church and it's the first time that so you you have you have a uh, members of the ex Black Mask gang. You have mm-hmm. Penguin's crew. You have the church parishioners, which include Huntress and Scarecrow. Yeah. And you have the GCPD thinking, oh, well, we can clean this area up and take it back as well, or make the church <laughs> bow to our rule. <laughs> and you have Batman being like, oh, well, I need to bust some shit up and just do something. And so all these people <laughs> come in together at the same time. It's the first time Gordon sees Batman. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) he's not real
1: pleased. He is not pleased. He's pissed, but he's like, well, we'll deal with that later. We knew it
2: was coming. Yes. Um, We also get a little Leslie Tompkins, which was a Mm. very small little, what, like two page panel. I really, or two pages. I really enjoyed. Um, where, where Batman touches base with her and he like takes off his mask and they hug. That just felt like a human moment. Yeah. And totally I think true. we knew that she was still in no man's land from that little short story at the end of aftershock or whatever.
1: Oh, where she finds a kid where, yeah. yeah so yeah, that okay. that's all we've really no, that, seen that of, sense, yeah. of her. Well, and, and I think that that um, we've seen Alfred is still there with Bruce being the the good butler, right? Like he's he's playing recon, he's he's avoiding getting taken up by gangsters, he's avoiding being used as mind detection. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> but he's there to be Bruce's one and only ally in the fight. Mm-hmm.
3: Leslie's there to to bring the human side of Bruce back or Batman.
1: It, yeah, she's her she's his surrogate mother, right? Mm-hmm. Like and we see this warm moment of comfort between the two of them when normally she is so uh tough on him for for being Batman, for not being Bruce. Hmm. She's just like thank you, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad that you're out here doing what you do. And you know, that was a that was a tender moment.
2: Gentlemen, I have started my second beverage. And? It's really not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I put too much Cointro in there. Is it very orangey? It's.
3: Is it
1: buttery? Not buttery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, a little buttery. Yeah. No, it's garbage. It's not good.
1: <laughs> good. Well, that's why the Palmala cocktails have been in my refrigerator for like three
3: years. So. Oh. Great. <laughs> awesome sauce. All uh, right. Uh, Anything else that we want to kind of wrap up on this? I think I've said everything I want to say about this one. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I like. Uh, I would like just quickly say that uh, I like the new cast of some of the GCPD members Mm -hmm. that obviously we have... uh, Oh, there's the
2: crazy one that wants to be shooting, that shot some dude in the head. uh,
1: Petit? Petit?
3: Pet it. Pet it, yeah. Pet it. I don't know. That's what I said. And oh.
2: Gordon's like concerned about him, but he's also like, well, I can't really do anything about this right now, and so right he yeah, needs he's to get shit done. Yeah, he's yeah. kind
1: of a radical. He's kind of a gun crazy. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about all this war history and stuff. Oh, and he shoots a guy in the head to yeah. scare everybody. Yeah. yeah. And so I like the cast of the GCPD kind of being fleshed out here. Like, yeah. we knew Montoya and Bullock stayed with Sarah and Gordon, but now we have some others that have some characterization that is going to uh affect what <laughs> Gordon and Sarah's story ends yeah. up folding out to be. So
3: And one of the the one thing I did have an issue with is it's been ninety days, right? Ninety three days plus in this, and I feel like Babs's tower where she is would be a huge target for a standing structure that's like Yeah. I feel like it and and maybe we'll get more of that you know, being in play later on in the story, but I feel like it would have been a big target. It would have been ambushed. Her. I yeah. think it would have been ambushed in, in that time. It
2: would have been cool to see her defend it because she can still like whip some bitches with some like, uh, light sticks and
1: stuff. Like she can do stuff she can with throw her, her stuff upper to ha- animals at him too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she can, <laughs> yes. They did a good job of discussing, like, how she has this network of people that she right. uses. But it did, I, I agree. It, it didn't talk about how, yeah, well, this is a giant standing building that, It would have been know, cool
2: to have, like, an Oracle, like, um, tag, tag. That
3: on cool. there. Yeah. Uh. It's been like yeah. the eye or something,
1: and everybody stays away from it. Yeah. But I would also imagine that like it's got like steel gates on the doors and stuff. Like, yeah, right? like nobody could get it in. It probably has an alarm system, or something. <laughs> but there's no electricity. But without no. those couple lines of of context, we're we're left to wonder. One how issue would have been nice yeah. to yeah.
2: kind of show us what we can fill in ourselves.
1: But right. I, I think uh, I think it was great to see her reunited with Gordon because he has this whole. I'm going to take back that section where to her, get to her, to yeah. get to her, and he is ready to sacrifice people he knows and people he doesn't know for her, for yeah, her, really. and it was just good Gordon stuff. Daddy's so,
2: girl,
1: yeah. So it was a cute moment that they got back together. It was right. good parent stuff for sure. But so. there is a lot to digest. You guys told me like, hey, uh, this reading takes a long.
3: I already read slow. And you're like this. This reading takes a long time. This this fucking told me like. Five hours I'm to telling read you I read, <laughs> it read and, all week to read and take notes it took normally I can get through like in the morning like two hours maybe get through some of our stuff but this took me like two three days yeah. longer
2: all right well let's get into reviews but let me ask you something what do you think of this
0: Say it's right. that was it's terrible right. horrendous I'm offended it's I'm appalled right. that a was time time. awesome Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: No! So I enjoyed it while I was reading it, but it was a commitment. I was like, I am not. And I knew knew four days ago, I was like, I am not going to be able to do two episodes today. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. But I was like, I need Jake to be the one to make the decision because I know that his slow ass is not going to be able to finish either. (laughs) So I was like, I'm busy, (laughs) (laughs) goddammit! We all are, yes, we all have things, but yeah, so I'm very excited. I enjoyed the first half of this trade with like the ventriloquist and really laying out the rules of no man's land with the different factions and yeah. division. I loved all of that. I'm excited for the future. I didn't love the huntress and scarecrow stuff, but I'm glad we got them and we are moving forward and yay for a new bat girl person.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, that I, I, I enjoyed this first one. I thought like everything you said, Ben. I did not hate the Scarecrow Huntress one. Uh there are parts of it I liked, parts of it I think it could have been toned down. Like you maybe could have I don't I'm I'm my fear is if we've got five volumes of this, I'm 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 fearful of repetitiveness mm-hmm. as we go. And so this one it wasn't repetitive because they're establishing here's how everything is, here's all the factions, we're gonna get battles here and there, and it's all about territory now and Um, I like that Batman is kind of irrelevant. I like that. I mean, I don't like that. They didn't really explain where he was for three months, but he, I like that. He's got, Oh, I'm not the, I'm not top shit around here anymore. We always
1: love the stories that don't have Batman.
2: (laughs) Because the world is so established that you can play around with the
1: other characters. It just feels fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I think this is, this is Batman gold. I, I love it. Um, I agree that the scarecrow story, at minimum, could have been one issue less. I think that you were extending a little bit of even the even the standoff at the end, like it was drawn out to fill the pages at points, and uh, without without a big payoff. But I also love that like overcoming Scarface, overcoming Scarecrow, mm-hmm. overcoming these things. They they are these little minor climaxes, right? Like mm-hmm. there isn't this, we're putting everything back together, guys. It's, no, it's, it's all it's...
3: going to be a okay. And... No, there's no sign of it being a okay right now.
1: Yeah. So, it's showing yeah. that
2: it's work and it's showing that it's time and
3: it, minimal it, it, gains for a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and while it's... I didn't love the Hunter stuff we got, I do love that while he kicked out his besties, he has to work with this person that we've seen time and time again. He does not want to work with. And she's all he's got really at this point.
3: Right, yeah, and she's going to do whatever she wants as Huntress regardless of what Batman says, yeah. and yeah. he can't control that. I think,
1: and I'm gonna, I, I've been thinking about this for a few days as my kind of my favorite review of No Man's Land in general, and I'm going to say it now, and I'll probably say it again a thousand times. What I love about this story is it feels like it could have been in Elseworlds, but it is in canon continuity. Like, yeah. it is a mm-hmm. different take on almost every character and it's a shakeup of everybody. That's a in, restructuring of everybody. It's a restructure yeah. and it's a, oh, you have an established understanding, but what would they do in this situation? And that's, that's what all else was built around, but they took that idea and they crammed it into Canon and continuity. And I love it. I love yeah. it so much. So, all right.
2: So what is
3: next Jake? Uh,
1: Volume two guys. Um, so volume two. Oh
3: boy hang on is uh, if you are doing trades you just buy volume 2 yeah buy volume (laughs) 2
1: it's uh, Legend of the Dark Knight 117 and 119 Shadows 85 through 87 Batman 565 and Detective Comics 732 through 733 and Chronicles of the Batman 16 that is what we're going to be covering uh you guys are going to be reading and then i'll do the same thing i did this episode and i'll talk about the azrael issues that are removed cool um until we get to the point where he finally has his face off with scratch and then we'll we'll all read that together and down the
2: line we're going to touch base with the with the boys who've been kicked out in a future episode we'll touch base with tim and dick
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, this is what we're reading next. But what I'm saying is they're not
2: in the... Keep like, your
1: drag show pantyhose on and just <laughs> just wait. My pantyhose
2: got thrown away because they were dirty.
0: Aw.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Blah. Blah. Anyway.
2: <laughs> I lit candles. <laughs> All right. For the Brotherhood for the Batman. Smell. Aaron, what did we learn?
0: <laughs> it's that time again. Did you do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn.
3: Well, damn it, Jim, I can't tag it. I need more blue. <laughs> <laughs> At the
2: paint store. I'm Ben, your sunshine into no man's land. Thank you.
3: I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest. I also clean this up. Thanks for listening.
1: And I'm Jake, the middle brother. I'm very excited to continue this story.
3: Bye.
1: I should have said, "Damn it, Jim!
0: I'm
2: a police officer,
0: not a, te- a graffiti artist." Wow.
2: You oh. wanna try that again? Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut that out. He won't. <laughs> I know.